Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. How's everybody doing? My name is Paul. I have the big honor to oversee our youth and young adults here at Healing Place. And uh, I'm really, really excited today to bring you this devotional thought. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pray and then we'll dive in. God, we love you and we thank you for today. Father, speak through me. Uh, God, give us a boost of energy, a boost of encouragement. Lord, thank you for your word. God, thank you uh, for giving us this opportunity. Lord, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Acts chapter 18, verses 24 through 26, it says this, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, an eloquent speaker who knew the scriptures well, had arrived in Ephesus from Alexandria in Egypt. From Egypt, not Louisiana, Alexandria, right? He had been taught the way of the Lord, and he taught others about Jesus with an enthusiastic spirit and with accuracy. Key part right here. However, he knew only about John's baptism. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. So you've got this guy. First, you've got to go back to to chapter 18, the very beginning of it. Paul leaves Athens and he goes to Corinth. Now, he meets a couple there, Aquila and Priscilla. Come on, how many like to be married and you and your spouse's names rhyme, okay? But Priscilla and Aquila, Paul meets this couple, Priscilla and Aquila. They're tent makers. Paul's a tent maker. Paul actually even lives with them there for a little while. Then Paul goes on, if you keep reading throughout the rest of 18, Paul goes on to visit a bunch of different uh, places. And one of these places that he goes to is Ephesus, okay? Now I'm going to read you just a, a short passage out of this, a short verse out of this passage that we just read. I want to read this to you one more time. It says, however... However, he knew only about John's baptism. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. I love this because Paul, uh, I mean, uh, Priscilla and Aquila, they begin to see something uh, in this in this guy right here, okay? They begin to see something in this guy named Apollos, and they say there's something different about him. And they don't just go, oh, good job, he knows the word, and they keep on moving, but they stop, they listen, and then they bring him aside, and they begin to teach him and explain to him and even mentor, disciple him a little bit more. Now, I thought about this passage of Scripture, and I thought about, man, my daughter Ella, she's two and a half. I don't know if you have children, but... When they're young, they just love to help with everything, whether it's trying to mow the yard, cooking dinner, fold clothes. She always wants to help. And I used to tell her no until one day I kind of had this epiphany that, you know what, there may be a day where she actually tells me and where she actually doesn't want to help anymore, where she actually doesn't ask if she can be a part. So I'm trying to seize this moment, uh, take take part of this opportunity. I say, you know what, even though she maybe can't cook a full, a full meal, right, she's two, two and a half years old, maybe she can help me throw the carrots or the broccoli in there whatever it may be, right? And so she started to help me, and she'll sit on the counter, and I'll say, all right, Ella, put these carrots in there. All right, Ella, and I'll take these chop, this chopped broccoli, put it in there. All right, Ella, hand me that onion. And she'll help me prepare. She'll do what she can, okay? So my question for you is this, is who can you invest into? Who can you disciple? Who can you mentor? Because I believe there's something inside of you that you can give to someone else. Now, if you're going to do this, there's three things I believe you got to have. The first is this. you got to have eyes of potential. you got to see people, see people maybe even younger than you, and you got to notice not what they are not, but what they could be. See, my daughter can't cook a full meal, 
But maybe if I'm just teaching her a few things right now, maybe one day she can, right? You got to see people in who they are right now and what they could be instead of what they're not. Because the reality is most of us don't want to take the time to take a chance on someone. But the truth is someone took a chance on me to get where I'm at. Someone took a chance on you for you to get where you're at. So why don't you give that chance to someone else? Number one, eyes of potential. Number two, you got to have hands of patience. Don't be surprised when you begin to invest in someone, pour into someone, and they mess up because it's going to happen. Don't be surprised by the mess ups or the setbacks. Anticipate them. And if you anticipate them, guess what you can do? You can choose to respond instead of react. If you're not anticipating it and they mess up and they do something wrong or you know you should have done that or you should, then you, ah, you start yelling or whatever. No, 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 no. That is a reaction. And reactions come from a place of feelings. But when you respond, you're coming from a place of faith and you're going, I know you're not where you should be, but I see something different in you. So you have these eyes of potential, but you've got hands of patience when you're working with them, teaching them, showing them things. If they mess up or do something wrong or it takes longer for them to get one thing than you thought, you can prepare your response and love on them right there. So eyes of potential, hands of patience, and one of my favorites right here, a heart of purpose. That is what this whole thing is about, to have a heart of purpose and you will teach them that there is purpose deep down inside of them that is connected to their potential. But you have to see that potential, you have to be patient, and then you will see that purpose come from inside of, inside of them. And when you see that purpose come from within them, that is when the payoff happens because you go, oh my gosh, you're living out your purpose. Oh my gosh, there was more in you than I thought. Oh my gosh, you are surpassing me. And that is an amazing place to be. I wonder how many people breathe their last breath full of potential and never tapping into the purpose because somebody didn't take a chance on them, because somebody didn't show that they believed in them. I know you believe in your kids. I know you believe in people around you, but begin to invest, disciple, mentor, because if you show that you have eyes of potential, hands of patience, and a heart of purpose, you could change their life forever. And guess what? It'll change your life too. Come on, let's pray. God, we love you. We thank you for today. God, help us to notice the people around us that we can invest into. God, don't let us skip out on people. That is why we do this. That is why you die, Jesus, for people. So God, help us to see that in people as well. Lord, we love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.